Blog Talk Radio. It says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth to be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth to be loose in heaven. In other words, God was telling us that we had to find Satan, but Satan is not by himself. And many times we only say, Satan, I bind you, but we must now say, Satan, I bind you, I bind your angelic race, and I bind your demon spirit. And where do we bind them off at? We bind them from where there's the gate. We bind them in the heavenly, the earth realm, the underworld, and the underseas in the name of Jesus Christ. You dealing with a born again believer, a King James reader. When they come to put in work, I got more stripes than a zebra. Caesar, demon murder, out in progress. I'm gripping up on him, so like his name was Cyrus. Then I put you up in where he died. Yes, white stress, I guess. Put it down on sight, so I guess you can't deal with the feel. Let it on the skill. Let me get this off of my chest. Why, yes, I'm just a spiritual caterpillar. Like Hiller, blood spiller. To make it blunt, a straight demon killer. The other day, I had a dream. It seemed that I was crowned the king. Giving the kingdom in the black queen. But I told the kingdom bye. And I kiss the king goodbye. Cause I'm about to fall up in the ghetto when the demons die. See, I don't have no love for demons, and they don't love me. So I grab my KJV and I put it down constantly. Take authority over the strong man. When I'm from five nine and I'm still always on my mind and I'm I'm going to sleep and I'm dreaming of finding them. Always like age of breaking darkness in a hundred ways. Good like my thought like I'm a fashion for your hundred days. And then you'll miss like a gorilla bleeding the blood over your villa. It's the sanctified blood war, demon killer, killer. Yeah, so I walk through the valley of the shadows of my neighborhood. I fear some evil. Yeah, so I walk through the valley of the shadows of my neighborhood. I fear for people. I'm hosting out the shy, the gates of hell. I got the blood of Christ so they can prevail. I hear them talking, they don't know I'm stalking. To feel the leave more dead, stubs in their forehead. It's not me, S-T-R-A-P-P-E-D. In my H-A-N-D-C-R-W-E-P with me. I kick to the gate, now it's too late, it's no escape. I got the shield of faith, and I'm shooting scriptures like a tray eight. A wounded demon, please saying it wasn't him that cursed me. Bye. 
ہے Well, I want to welcome everyone to another episode on this Blog Talk platform. Hopefully, y'all can hear me okay. Just had a little trouble with my mic, but I think y'all can hear me okay. Um, I want to thank you for your time tonight, brothers and sisters. Please uh, know that I really appreciate your uh, uh, sacrifices in listening over the years. Just one moment, please. One moment, please. Again, we have a little difficulty here, but I want to thank you for your time, brothers and sisters. Tonight, we have pastors Ronnie and Cassandra again. We have the McCrays, and we want to thank them, of course, for accepting the invitation to come on tonight. And uh, let me take off speaking. Maybe y'all can hear me a little better. But I want to, again, we just want to thank the McCrays for tuning in, uh, uh, for accepting our invitation and tuning into our program tonight. Again, they'll be talking about spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare, what does that mean? The invisible war, brothers and sisters, that is really, really, really the most powerful thing known to man because this is where all of life comes from. All of the things you see, taste, touch, and smell on our planet was once a part of the spiritual realm. So how can this realm be any way my, uh, remotely more important, more um, more um, powerful, uh, more real than the spiritual realm from whence everything that you can see, taste, touch, and smell come from. Just look around you, brothers and sisters. Everything was once a thought in our world. That's just how fickle our world is that we can just think of some some remote idea that's just passing through our heads, and we decide to go and build that skyscraper. We decide to go and build that hospital. We decide to go and build those roads. And we look up, and everything you see, taste, touch, and smell is built by that process. How can that world be superior than the world we pull those ideas from? So. This is why we believe in the scriptures and furthermore, uh, more importantly, declare that things we see in the natural is a result of the spiritual realm. So, again, I want to thank you for your time tonight. We are dealing with the spiritual realm, and I do want to apologize for that little interruption with the uh, audio. Y'all know what you're doing. These blogs, anytime you're online, things can happen. So just know that we're still professionals. It's just these things happen. So tonight... Uh, Brother Purcell Porchase, if you knew, some of you knew, uh, 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 know that he had mentioned that he had a surgery and it went successful uh, as we prayed. And uh, he may or may not come on the show. It depends on uh, uh, how he's feeling. But we're going to continue to pray just like we've talked about and continue to uh, believe that he's going to, uh, that pain is going to subside and he'll be able to join us tonight. The McCrays uh, will be, like I said, uh, they will be tonight uh, going into uh, who they are, uh, who the ministry, uh, uh, what is the ministry the Father has given them, and um, they'll be also going into um, spiritual 
warfare as it relates to demons and uh or should we say devils more uh more uh, more you know there's no such thing as demons in the bible there's the the word demons does not appear in the bible is devils the bible calls them devils and satan so their their boss is satan and of course you have what they call demons So we'll go ahead and start up our little anthem in the background as we take care of a few things we'd like to take care of on all the shows. And that is, first and foremost, to remind you to follow the Five Swing Song Network. It's very important. Follow our shows. Brothers and sisters, follow us. Uh, we want a bigger presence on the net for a lot of reasons, uh, marketing reasons. We may not always stay on Blog Talk Radio, and the more followers we have, the better. So brothers and sisters, follow us, okay? Also, remember, we have over 500 shows, over 500 shows, brothers and sisters. Uh, and uh, on those shows, we uh, definitely, on those shows, brothers and sisters, we uh, have talked about those five smooth stones, definitely. But uh, more importantly, uh, we've talked about pretty much any and everything where it relates to you and your family. We're not just on here blogging, talking. You know, we're aiming at something. We're trying to put up solutions, uh, things we know for sure, things that have been proven in our lives. It's not that we know everything. It's not that we're the most powerful, we're the most righteous. Looking down at everybody, it's not like that at all. We're just common everyday people. We are calling on our life to uh, 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 share and, and, and uh, things we know for sure that have transformed our life. That's what it's all about. Uh, brothers and sisters So I want to just um, Also uh, Remind everybody That um, There are 500 of those shows And the way you get a hold of them I want to remind everybody to get a hold of those shows Is simply by Googling Five Some Stones Blog Talk Radio Again Five Some Stones Blog Talk Radio And that first result is us Click on that result The first result that comes up in Google and uh, that'll be our website. And just look at the various topics. Uh, why you at work? Why you go to high? Why you do what you do? Um, at your leisure and at your uh, just 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 doing why you do you. Listen to our shows, and uh, there's something like I think 21 pages of shows. So I just can't say enough of that, brothers and sisters. I mean, we we I have, and I, I know. Even our co-hosts can say they've sacrificed many, many hours, years and years and years sharing things they know for sure that have changed their lives. Why wouldn't you listen and, and be blessed? It's just like listening to an old friend over the phone, you know how some of y'all do, and they're sharing uh, things that have helped them. And you know you cherish those friendships, right? Well, here you have a situation where you can get information uh, that we've learned over the years that have transformed our lives, that have blessed us. And um, folks, you can't get no better than that. That's all the scriptures is, really, is the prophets and so forth, sharing about this Elohim, this Yah, Israel, uh, his Christ. That's all they're doing is talking about the goodness of the Father, what he has come through, how he has kept his word and, and showed his love towards us as a, as a human family. That's really all the Bible is saying. It's all the Bible is doing. So how could you not uh, want to hear uh, our 
conversations where people are pursuing uh, with the heart the most high and sharing things they know for sure that have transformed their lives. We don't, we don't, again, we don't know everything. We haven't experienced everything. Some of you know uh, circles around us. Some of you know far more things. You've been far more blessed. And, and, and yes, 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 the most done mighty things in your life. We understand that. We understand that. But we just, again, uh, encourage you to go and listen to O. 500 shows on the Fosmer Stone Network. Again, you just hit Google Fosmer Stone Blog Talk Radio. Also, want to remind everybody, I don't do this every show, so I just got to get this out really quickly. And I'll play our little anthem again because this is truly what we are about. I want to also remind everybody to send us an email if you are blessed by the shows, if you have concerns about the shows. Please, please uh, give us a call at um, excuse me. <laughs> it's a call too, but no. E- my email is Seth S is in Sally or you know Sierra E T H at uh, hold on Seth dot you know I'm going too fast I'm going too fast Seth S E T H dot M is in Mary dot Turner she is in Tango U R N E R at gmail.com seth.m.turner at gmail.com drop us a line and let us know how we're doing uh, how the Father bless you or maybe you have some concerns or even constructive criticism we're open to all of it really as long as you have the right spirit Um, I think that pretty much is it Um, I think that is pretty much it um, I want to just kind of talk about the need for the show tonight, the need for the topic tonight. Um, brothers and sisters, listen. If nothing else in this world, we have to know if nothing else, we have to know who who we are warring with. I'm going to say it again. If nothing else in this world, we have got to know who we are warring with. Who is, what is taking our strength? What is taking our might? What is taking our hard work? What is minusing us? We have got to know the enemy. The Bible commands us to And it's just common sense, brothers and sisters, to know who the enemy is. We have got to know that mere men, they can be used by the enemy. Of course, I understand that. That's not the source of our problems, people. But it's what people believe. It's what people believe. And when they act on that belief, it's, it, it's full of lies, deception, ignorance. They can bring much harm to us. They can hurt us. Yes, they can. This is our enemy. Lies, deception, and lack of knowing things, knowledge, lack of knowledge, ignorance. These things can bring much harm to us. Brothers and sisters, this is 
what I submit to you and what this network is submitting to you as the enemy. We don't get a chance one time at this thing called life. And if we live our life and don't know who the enemy is, we are in grave, grave trouble. What Brother Seth has tried to do is share in every way I possibly can think of, showing people how the so-called white man, talking to a lot of our so-called non-white people, they have bought into the lie that the white man is the devil, and I just want to not give the so-called white man a pass, and I say so-called because you know there's no such thing as grouping people based on a color, but who the world classifies as white males or white people they're, they can't be the enemy. They just can't be the enemy because before Europe was even birthed, before whites uh, or albinos, because we believe we're all one species, one people, before Europe, uh, albinos even start to migrate to Europe and begin to uh, uh, populate that area, there were, there was the enemy. Before we have any record of a Europe, there was the enemy doing all kinds of things on our planet. So please tell me how can the enemy be the white man? And I'm so glad I thought to mention this because some of you really, really take issue with me because of what I'm saying right now. Some have stopped listening to the show because I won't jump on the hate the white man uh, bandwagon. Let me explain to you, brothers and sisters. First and foremost, Brother Seth is not afraid of anybody as far as white people and and what they're doing. I'm not afraid of them, brothers and sisters. I'm afraid of the most high, and I'm afraid of, uh, of, of the, the damnation and his laws that comes when disobeying his laws. If he say what our enemy is, that's what our enemy is. Now, I do believe we're in the land of our enemies, meaning – because of the lies that have went forth in the earth, these people are full of a certain mindset that is definitely against us. I agree with that. But that mindset is also in a lot of us, and it's against us. But y'all don't want to acknowledge that. Y'all just want to put it on just the white man, and I'm not on that. Um, so, again, I have to make it very clear. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and high places. So it's very, very important you know who your enemy is, okay? Because as we talk about the enemy tonight, I want to put a tail on this donkey, so to speak. I want everybody to be clear as to who the enemy is and what should we do about this enemy. It's very important. Very important, brothers and sisters. So, um, yes, I love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. And out of that love is what produced these five topics of the things we call the five smooth stones. And uh, we present to you tonight again a program birthed out of that love and respect for all people. Brothers and sisters, I don't apologize for what I've been doing on this network since 2011. That is, sharing things, no for sure, it have been a blessing in my life. And I really 
hope that you do the same thing in your life. Share things you know for sure. Share things that the Father have done for sure in your life. I mean, that's all we got. What else can we do other than share things we know for sure? If we don't know something, we can't share it. And if there's some things I'm sharing and I got it wrong, again, I'm doing the best I can do. If it was a blessing to me and it really uh, 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 propelled me forward in life, that's the best I can do is share that with somebody else, right, instead of hoarding it up. And that's all Brother says trying to do. Okay, now that I got it together or some sane or nothing like that, I got issues, as I've said before. So, again, why the need for the spiritual warfare is going on our guests uh, is when they um, – we'll bring on our guests once I'm done here, Okay. Why the need? Why the need to talk about spiritual warfare, demons, angels? I mean, why, Brother Seth? Um, because, number one, like I said, um, well, actually, something I didn't say is I feel the Father wants me to do it. That's why we have these shows. I feel the Father wants me to do it. How about that? i say one more time. I feel the Father wants me to talk about it. And at the end of the day, that's what I think I should do. I should talk about things that the Father want me to talk about, not so much um, what anybody else say. I think I think I should be doing what the Father would have me to say. So at the end of the day, I really believe the Father wants us to be talking about the enemy, who he is, who it is, and what should we do about it. All right? That's what I believe. That's one reason we should talk about it because the scriptures commands us to. Another reason we should talk about it. Another reason we should talk about it is I'm talking about spiritual warfare, devils, angels. It's because so those that don't believe would be aware that hey, I need the Father in my life. Those that don't believe, those who we call sinners or. Really, who's when we say sinners, it just means you're just not born again, or haven't accepted Christ, haven't heard the gospel, or, or haven't accepted the gospel and believed on this Christ, uh, so that they'll see that you know what this thing is real. I gotta really be be careful. You know, this there's a real devil. This is not no make believe. There are real angels, some unseen, some seen, but this thing is real. And what oftentimes when people see that there's an enemy, they look for cover, they look for help. And that's not a reason to come to the Father. Uh, I shouldn't say that's not a reason to come to the Father. That's not the best reason to come to the Father. The best reason to come to the Father is because of his love and the fact that he's in Christ to die for us and that this is a better life that Christ has come and made and to have fellowship with the Father. That's the best reason to come to the Father because of who he is. But Make no, uh, I mean, if you if you really want to get down to it, when people see something scary, you know, children they they they'll run to their parents, and so uh, being aware of spiritual warfare will cause the sinner to say, you know what, I need to change my life. There is something out here to destroy me. I need to do something about it. People are very intelligent. They're not going to see a giant and not run for cover. So. That covers the most high. Another reason we need to talk about spiritual warfare, demons, angels, and uh, just even power, true power, um, gifts of the spirit, and, uh, uh, which is a part, all a part of spiritual warfare, 
It's so the saints will, will be reminded, be encouraged of their true strength, of their true, true, true power, of the, the arsenal that they have to work with, that they're not desolate, that they're not without hope, without power. The father didn't leave them alone just like any good father would not do to his children, leave them alone for the prey, just to, to, to just ravish them. It's good to know that we have been left with power. And I, and I have to be careful I say the word left because the Father says he would never leave us nor forsake us. He also says this word, the Holy Spirit was on the earth to not just lead us into all truth, but to comfort us. The Father is, is in us by way of the Holy Spirit that was sent throughout the earth. Um, poured upon all flesh, really. Um, so, um, then another reason uh, 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 this truth, this show, this episode is it, what we're talking about again. Uh, the title of the uh, of this program are miracles, devils, angels, and spiritual warfare real. Another reason this needs to go forward tonight is because, again, we as believers need to know. That um, we have power to win, and to the, the Bible says He's made us more than conquerors. We're not just people that win wars. We've been made more than conquerors. It's not just our whole life is about conquering and fighting. We have given us peace, even in the middle of this war. We have been given. True life, true living, the very essence, the very, I call it first-class living, where we're just not warring all the time, but there's a peace that he gives us. Uh, uh, I mean, there is a show enough. This, this is how, how powerful it is and how popular it is. It's called the peace that passes all understanding, that we can have an enemy so evil and we can have weapons to keep the enemy at bay uh, the Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. How we can, in one, on one hand, keep the enemy, number one, identify the enemy, because we have gifts of the Spirit that does that, the enemy, where we can know where he is and what he is doing. And then there's more gifts of Spirit, again, the Spirit, of, as we talked about last show, how the Holy Spirit moves on, on the believer. And they end up with power to excel over the enemy. They end up with power to excel over the enemy. I say they end up with power to excel over the enemy. So, brothers and sisters, this is what we're working with, power, true power over the enemy. True power over the enemy. I said true power over I thank the Father for it. I thank the Father for it. So these are just some of the reasons uh, the Father has. Uh, uh, this is some of the reasons why we're having this show tonight. And caller, I'm coming to you. I see a hand, a hand already up. We're coming to Erico four thirty four nine nine six. But I just want to say one more thing. Uh, those of you on the phone lines that want to have a question or comment, please, please don't forget to press one. Press one, we'll bring you on. All we want to know is your name, whatever name you want to go by, how you hear about us, and what city 
you're calling from, three things, your name that you want to be known on the show by, uh, this, um, the city you're calling from, and how did you hear about the program. So we're coming to your report here in a second. But those of you that's listening online and you hear something, because I'm telling you you're going to probably call the show, uh, that number is 914-205-5590. Again, the number you want to call to get in in the conversation is 914-205-5590. I want to let this time go to the phone lines. We have a hand up. That's what's going on uh, so early in the show. Uh, let's just see. All right, Erico 434-996, your line is open. Go ahead and say hello to the people and who am I speaking with, how to hear about hello. us, as well as what city you call it from. Hello, my name's Khalil. I'm calling from Charlottesville, Virginia. I heard about you because I listen to Block Talk Radio a lot. Okay. What's your question for tonight? Uh, is it a, this is a psychic show, right? It's not a psychic show in some regards. In some regards, it is because uh, we definitely get into the future and so forth. But what's your what is your what is your request or what are you calling for? I mean, what, what do you have to comment on? Um, sorry about that. I, I'm sorry. I, I thought this was a psychic show. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Well, let me just, let me ask you a question. Suppose it was a psychic show. What would you ask a psychic? Just out of curiosity, because we're dealing with the spiritual realm. We're dealing in the realms of things we don't understand. We're dealing in the realm where psychics tap into to get their information to give to those people. Um, it's about I would, the spiritual realm. It's both good and evil. It's it's just a spiritual realm. Well, see, I wanted to go to a candlelight visual in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, I was wondering if I could, if I was, am I, if I'm able to go. It's like a candlelight visual, but it's also a thing for like safety of, around like firearms. Oh, I see. You were just trying to get the psyche to let you know whether or not you should go. Yeah, if it's if it's in my best interest or not. I understand. What's your name again? Khalil. Khalil, I I applaud you uh, for trying to know the future for your best interest, for your safety. Brother, I really, really, really respect that, okay? If you're serious in what you're asking, I want you to know that is a very good idea. And that's really what this show about. While you may have the wrong show, I will say this. That's what we're all trying to do. Find out the future, whether or not we should do a thing to be blessed, to be protected. So while this is not a psychic show, I just want to say continue your quest and learning the future. And I would rec- highly recommend you listen to the rest of this show once I put you on hold because the Holy Spirit is real. I'm a witness. It can alert your things that's uh, coming up dangers. I believe in angels. I do think everything, every voice we get is not necessarily our voice. But sometimes it's the voice of spirits letting us know um, good and evil spirits. And so the good spirits, I think, is the Holy Spirit and angels that come to protect us. And then there's evil spirits as well. So good luck on your – I shouldn't say luck, but I, I hope – I wish you well on your quest in finding safety for your life, sir. Thank you. All right. Leo is doing what we're doing, uh, brothers and sisters. He's looking for a safe path in this world. And that's exactly what I'm just – I'm not just saying it. We really are looking for safety 
What a wise young man. I just think that psychics is not the best path because I've met psychics uh, and I've seen psychics who have an arterial motive with regards to money and so forth. Do they have real gifts? I think some of them do. But I think some of them pervert their gift and they don't give glory to the Father and, and they don't use their gift to promote the kingdom. There are people with gifts and then there are people that are inspired by the Holy Spirit that wouldn't normally have this gift, and there are these nine gifts of the Spirit that the Holy Spirit are, are shower. Are, I shouldn't say shower, but it's just like the discerning of spirits I talked about in some previous shows, Khalil, uh, that, you know, while at the convention, uh, again, minding my own business, we had just listened to a, a minister, and we was just trying to absorb everything he had just taught. It was holding hands, and all of a sudden, one of the young ladies went out in the spirit, and then the father began to show me how that wasn't the spirit like we thought in the church, but that was a demonic presence. And so it, it, I never experienced nothing like it. I never, never even, I don't think I even knew that something could happen quite like that, but I was so sure that that was an evil spirit that I reacted on it. And and some of y'all know the story. I won't repeat the story, but that's what I mean, Khalil, by the Holy Spirit moving on you and showing you something. And and so you can have it happen to you, Khalil, where the Father will, uh, by his spirit. But before we get into that, you have to belong to him. You have to belong to the Father for that spirit to use you to promote his kingdom by showing the enemy you have to be on the Father's side. You have to be on what they call the Lord's side. How is he going to show you the enemy if you're not even on his side? You could be in ignorance. I'm not saying you're ignorant because you sound very intelligible. Ignorance means you don't know. You could be on the enemy's territory. Why would the Holy Spirit move on you to show you the enemy when you're on his territory? So you have to be born again by uh, accepting this Christ, the Messiah, uh, through the teachings of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospel, the, uh, the account of Christ, you have to believe that and accept this Christ, then his spirit is, 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 is inside, gives you his spirit, and that spirit does wonders with you once you yield it to it. And this is one of the things to do is reveal the future, like you're looking for a clear and going to Charlotte's, uh, Charlottesville, I think you said, for this vigil, visual. So uh, uh, before you go to vigil, I just want to just say to you, please consider what I'm saying, okay? Please consider I'm not playing with this. This thing is real. There is an enemy, and uh, um, there is a Holy Spirit that will reveal this enemy and show us not just about our future, but about us, reveal things inside of us, Reveal things inside of us, I said, that is uh, pulling us down, destroying our lives. This Holy Spirit will do that. This Holy Spirit will also, the Bible talks about, give us knowledge. Uh, uh, now, I know that as, as humans, we have to apply ourselves to knowledge and go learn in universities and schools. But this is a knowledge from the Most High where it will just impart something to you that you didn't necessarily work for. It's a gift. 
It's a gift. It's called the nine gifts of the spirit. So you be going about your business and you get knowledge of some danger, Khalil, that's coming your way and you'll know not to go here or not to go there or just to stay where you're at or wherever the Holy Spirit leads you. You'll get a knowledge, a word of knowledge is what they call it. It can be a word of knowledge about how to do something, how to fix something that may be in a danger. And, you know, I've heard people talk about how, you know, you end up correct somewhere way out when nobody was around, no mechanics, no nothing. They prayed to the most high and they got a word of knowledge how to fix a car and they didn't fix cars. You know, or you may get a word of wisdom. That's another gift where something comes over you and you already have knowledge about something, but you won't know how to go forward with the knowledge you got. And so this is wisdom, a word of wisdom, uh, one of the gifts of the speech. Again, brothers, we're talking about spiritual warfare. And, of course, the nine gifts of the spirit is a part of spiritual warfare. This is how you maneuver in spiritual warfare is by this Holy Spirit. So when we say spiritual warfare, we're just talking about war where you can't see uh, it go down. It's something going down. It's, it's heavy hitters. The biggest heavy hitters on our planet that's known to man uh, and in the spiritual, known to spirits, spiritual warfare. And you, you don't see any of it. A lot of people say, and I agree, that the wars on our earth is a, re- is a result of the wars in heaven. <laughs> that's a whole nother show right there. But brothers and sisters, I want to just kind of uh, remind everybody uh, uh, again, uh, uh, that we are not hopeless in this battle, in this war, in this. Uh, we're not. We're not. We're not in any danger as far as as long as we apply the Father's wisdom, the Father's knowledge that He gives us through that Ruach Hakodesh or the Holy Spirit that I'm talking about to Khalil. Uh, 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 when we submit to the Most High, when we submit to our God, to our Elohim, Yahweh Israel, many of you call him just God, or, or some of you call him Yahweh, some of you call him Yahuwah, some of you call him Ahiah. Once we submit to this Elohim, this God, especially following after the example given to us by his Messiah, Yeshua, or Jesus, some of you call him. Brothers and sisters, I want you to hear me very, very clear. The more you submit to the Holy Spirit, the more this Spirit takes over your body. When this Spirit takes over your body, uh, and I just got a message from our guest that their power, that their home is going in and out. They said, be patient as we try to get back on. So our guest is having trouble with their power going out. I don't know if y'all know the number in Texas. Our temperature has dropped all the way down to 12, at least in the area I'm in, in Texas. And I guess it's in this area. So they're saying they don't have power in their home to even come on the show. Their power is going in and out. So they said, be patient as we try to get back on. So just know that they're going through that. Uh, if and when they can come on. Um, when they come on, I'll let you guys know they're on. So um, I think this is them here. So let's go to the phone lines. Uh, well, let me give them a minute just to kind of 
um, get themselves together, they just popped on the line. So if they're having trouble, they probably probably scrambling. So I'll give them a minute just to kind of settle. Um, and by the way, Khalil, uh, your hand is up. Clear, your hand is still up. If you want to press one, your hand will go down. That way you can ask another question later because on the Five Soul Stone Network, we bring you on more than once to ask questions if we have time time permits. So right now your hand is up. So you can press one, Khalil, your hand will go down, and then later you can come back on by pressing one. But brothers and sisters, I just want to say this before we bring on our guest again, Pastors Ronnie and Cassandra. McCray is in the house. Uh, they're having some difficulty with their power, and so I'm going to give them a few minutes, and we'll bring them right on. So I just want to say this. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, I wish that I could tell you. I look at my kids sometimes, and I say to myself, man, I wish I could tell them that this stuff ain't true. I wish that I could tell them that I was just lying. There's no such thing as demons. <laughs> I, I long for for what I'm saying to be a lie. This is one time I wish that what I'm saying is a lie. I wish it was a lie. I really wish what I'm saying to you wasn't true. But I would be I would be in grave danger to retract what I've done for all these years. Folks, the enemy is real. The enemy, I know that we have a flesh that craves this world. That's another enemy. And that's a part of spiritual warfare too. But I tell you one thing, there are some spirits that's upon our earth that are transgressing in a whole lot of ways doing things with humans they have no business my god my god let me do this uh brother john i don't know if you're able to ride with us tonight but if you can't press one i'm not gonna open your mind unless i see your hand is up uh, and i want to bring him on really briefly before i bring on the uh our guest if brother john don't press one i'll just bring on our guest but brothers and sisters i want to say one other thing before i bring on the guest and that is this. If you forget everything I say on this show tonight or what anything anybody say on the show tonight, I want you all to remember something. People think the world is in the situation it's in because of God, and they try to blame God for everything. I want you all to understand something. The Father made this earth, and yes, he had the authority to do what he wanted to in the earth, but he gave that authority to man. The Bible speaks of it. I'm not going to turn this into no Bible study. Y'all have heard me talk about this before. The Father gave man the authority. When man blew the authority through Adam, he sent the Messiah, who then gave us access to come to the Father because we was pretty much, our conscience ran us out of the presence of the Father because of sin. Y'all know how Adam went and hid himself. Well, guess what? We still do that. We cannot go before something so holy with sin on us. So then the Messiah comes and shed his blood. Now that wherever we're at in our life with regards to sin, through the blood of Christ, we still can walk boldly into the throne room. The Bible says, blameless before this Father, blameless before this Father. We can walk into his presence blameless through the forgiveness of sin. 
In other words, the father said, don't ever not come into my presence because of something you've done. You are welcome in my presence. But because or through Christ, as long as we approach his presence, not in our own efforts, good or bad, good or bad, we can approach this Elohim, this God, through Christ. So this is how we got our authority back to operate in the earth and to do the things we need to do. So we are we are no longer powerless. So when you see the earth in the situation it's in, it's only because man is ignorant of who they are and who they are and the authority they have been given. It is not God's fault. It's not Yah's fault. It is not Yahweh's fault. It is not a high-end's fault. It is not Yahuwah's fault. It is not God's fault, brothers and sisters. It's man. So a lot of people has bitterness against the Father because of it, and they're thinking, this world, if there's a guy, why is the world the way it is? You don't know your Bible. You don't know what happened. We have the authority on the earth. The Father can be uninviting your home. And guess what? He will not come in your home. It's your home. It ain't his home. It's your home. You say it ain't his. No, it's not his. It's yours. He had the authority. He gave it to you. If you don't want the Father in your home, he's inviting your home. He's not going to come in your home. Now, the enemy is different. He's a liar, thief. He pushes his way until he's caught. But the Father will not overstep his boundaries. It's almost like a lot of parents that give their children, and I'm coming to you guess, they give their kids a room, and they will not go in their room. I don't like that concept. I like checking my children on the seat, but some parents won't will not cross that line. It's kind of how the father does. He does not do anything in this earth unless you reveal it to man. And he does not do anything in this earth unless the intercessors pray and ask. Why do you think the father says this? And I'm coming to you, guys. Why do you think the father said this? Pray that the Messiah comes. Many times he tells us to do stuff, and you're standing here and say, why do you need me to pray? But you come, why don't you just come when you want to come? No, it's your earth. I have have I have to have your permission. I know some of y'all don't understand that. And you're like, oh, I don't know about that. Okay. Think about it. Why does Christ have to come to a virgin? Why did he just come? Why does God the Father need to ask him anything? Why don't he just do it? He's the Father. This is not his realm. He gave it was his realm, but he gave the authority to us. The earth is his, but the authority in the earth belongs to man. He wants to be in power. He wants to be in charge of our life. He wants to be in our finances. He wants to be in our bodies and our health. But we have to invite him, and we cannot even do that unless we believe that he is and believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him or them that apply his word. So let's go to the phone lines. Look for this phone number real quick. I think I got the phone number here. Okay, Eric Code 817. This is theirs. Yeah, 817-528. Pastor Ronnie and Cassandra McCray, are you in the house?
Pastors Ronnie and Cassandra McCray, if that's your number, I think pretty sure that's your number. Your line is open. Go ahead and say hello to the people. I don't know what's going on, everybody. This is their number. Can you hear us? Okay. We can hear you now. We can hear you you now. We We got back in. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you right ahead. Go right Hello, ahead. brother Seth. How are you? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Y'all just a little breaking up, but keep talking. Okay. Um, well, we're just glad to be here this evening. This is um, uh, Minister Cassandra McRae. And Ronnie McRae. All right. Welcome, welcome. Well, go ahead and say hello to the people. Let us know a little bit about yourself, and hopefully it won't, it'll stop breaking up after a while. But go ahead and just share, again, who you are, what you do, anything you want to share. Go ahead and take about five minutes each, please. Just, just again, who you are as individuals, and then we'll get into the ministry aspect. Yeah, my name is Ronnie McRae, and I am a pastor here in Lancaster, Texas, we started this ministry uh, about uh, 2016, and we call it Miracle Faith Outreach Center Church, where we believe in the power of God, and it is still in, in existence today. He has never let uh, the power go, and those who believe will operate in it and will see the works that he did and uh, that he did, and we can do the same things because that's what the Bible says that we can do. And we're just taking God at his word. You know, in Numbers uh, 23, God said he cannot lie. So if God cannot lie, I got to take God at his word. And uh, uh, just to tell you a little about, about myself, I'm from the Northeast. And I moved down to Texas in uh, 1989, and I knew from, like, the third year that I'd been born again that I was called to the ministry. I didn't know what type of ministry that God had called me to, but as I started to uh, uh, walk my walk with God, he slowly starts to give you what you're going to do for him. So, like I said, and it took years down the road for us to come, uh, well, myself, uh, to come to grasp of what God wanted me to do. And like I said, in 2016, uh, we launched out, my wife and I, into the ministry. And I said, we've only been in the ministry for right now going on six years. Yeah, from 2016 to 2000 or 2022. Right now, it's six years. When July when July comes around, uh, we are we will be in the ministry of seven years. So we have a brand new ministry here, just moving and operating as God gives us each day that we uh, that we walk with Him. 
And um, for me, just to add a little bit wow. to that, uh, Pastor and I have been in ministry for many, many years, okay? So we're not just new to ministry. We are just new to being in our own ministry because God will always direct us and tell us what it is that he's called us to do. And I just had not realized what, we were, what I was called to do until I met my husband, until we came together, did God show us where he wanted us to go. Because together, you know, I was just saying just this week that he and I together are a force, right? We complete one another. So we are a whole person. And so when we first started our own ministry, before we actually launched out, you know, it was, hey, God, where do you want to use us? And so we ended up in the area, not just one area, but several areas. But one of one of the few things that we were doing um, early on was casting out demons. And when people hear about these, these are not things that people are so willing to talk about and discuss. You know, even when they're dealing with things in their spirit, a lot of times they don't want um, anybody to know. You know, they're ashamed, you know, and afraid. They don't want to let people know about it. And so people started to seek us out. So when it's just like the time of Jesus, when Jesus was doing miracles and doing healings, when people hear about you, the people who need a healing are going to come to you. They're going to come and search you out because they need a deliverance. And so it was in the area of deliverance, whether it was demonic, and a lot of times the sicknesses and illnesses that people are dealing with are also demonic attacks on their bodies. And so we've got to realize that there is a, a connection there. Unforgiveness and bitterness will destroy your body as well. That's where sick, we open the door. You know, in uh, Genesis uh, 4, it talks about, you know, you open the door to sin. You know, uh, why is your countenance falling? You know, and for unforgiveness falls into that. Unforgiveness causes our, um, our, um, our countenance to fall. And so, you know, with all of that uh, being known, we have been dealing a lot with um, the demonic, with casting out demons, with healings. And um, myself, you know, I've I've had many, many spiritual encounters, many, many spiritual encounters. And so, you know, hopefully we'll get to go into some of those. So our church is Miracle Faith Outreach Center Church because we believe in the power of miracles. We've seen too many of them for us to deny it. We can't deny it. We're not acting on faith. We're acting on knowing. And, you know, you said something earlier about, um, you know, um, uh, uh, God says, uh, uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And so that is one of the things. The, no- okay. the knowledge that we are lacking is the knowledge of God. See, Adam and Eve in the garden, they were pursuing knowledge as well. Eve, that's the thing to her, was the knowledge. She wanted to have the knowledge. And so what knowledge was she seeking? Because she already had the knowledge of God. There was only one other knowledge to get, and that was the knowledge of evil. So when we think about these things, we've got to understand that we've been seeking out knowledge, but we haven't been seeking out the right knowledge. Adam and Eve were complete with the knowledge that they had because they were made in the image of God, but that wasn't enough. So we're glad to be in this ministry that we are today so that we can really truly help people overcome the spiritual attacks. And if they don't believe in the spiritual um, 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 realm, then they're going to be at a disadvantage. You know, Satan's going to be slapping them around all day long, and they're going to be asking questions like, why is this happening to me? And many people are still doing it, even Christians today. 
So they've got to know that there is a spiritual realm, and it is more active than ever before. And it's more wow. active than the natural realm that we actually walk in right now. The spiritual realm is more than what we see because we operate right now, and I'm talking about mankind, we operate in five senses, and God operates in the spirit. And he has to manifest himself into the natural world to where we can grasp. Because if you if you look at in Genesis when uh, uh, Adam and Eve were in the garden, and when the enemy tempted Eve, she basically did what she her her, her natural body was. She, she saw that the fruit looked good, and then afterward, you know, because God made it, you know, He made that tree but he made it pleasant to the sight. See, we have to watch what we see also, just like in the natural right now. And it was pleasant to eat. (laughs) So it tastes good, you know, and all of those things. But they could eat up any of the trees in the garden. You know, why the tree of knowledge? And it wasn't just the tree of knowledge. People forget it's the tree of knowledge of what? Good and evil. They already have the good. Yes. So what do you we know what? In you that, have, in y'all have said part? y'all have said so much in that little short short exchange there. You sister <laughs> you mentioned sister Cassandra and I'm going to let y'all just go. This is good. Everybody I'm getting ready to just sit back. Sip on my little cup of coffee here and hear these pastors. Now, y'all just heard her say something key. One of them is bitterness and unforgiveness, how that the body, and it's not just people like ministers saying that. Doctors even say that how cancer a lot of times is a result of years of unforgiveness and bitterness. Y'all have heard that. But it's scriptural as well. And you heard Sister Cassandra go into that, and she she is profoundly right and uh i'm just amazed at how she just just said that like it was nothing but it's so powerful that when you harbor unforgiveness and bitterness how it caused the body and real quick and i'm turning over to them you know the bible talks about how the land will spew you out and i thought years and years i don't know what that means how does a land spew you out how does when you're rebellious does land come against you i don't understood that scripture no never explained it to me one day just hit me there is god doing stuff to you but then there's something called environment and if you go into a certain environment with a certain kind of chemical makeup the the very atmosphere does stuff to you. The, the not God, which He's a part of all this, God. But I'm saying, just the very atmosphere, the oxygen and nitrogen. I'm talking about science right now. It's going against your body because when your body is stressed and bitterness, unforgiveness, it causes your body to weaken. You can get sick by being bitter and and full of stress and so forth. So the land, the atmosphere. Can call. Folks, I'm, I know I'm on to something now because I've heard scientists say this, but I never connect 
the Bible with it. But how else could land? How else could an area do something to you? I'm very, 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 very serious. Going into just the 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 world, the the outside, outdoors, with all this stuff going on in your body, I think comes against you, and it causes answers. Not necessarily God or when the devil is just the land. But Sister was on point. Another thing she said, she said so much. Uh, uh, but I like how you was talking about how that uh, uh, a spirit of infirmity. Remember Christ said, this woman have a spirit of infirmity. Not all bodies are bodies because of the body decaying. That's 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 sickness. But this was a unique sickness. It was a spirit. So what Christ did, he just removed the spirit, and the woman stood up. People said, oh, he healed her body, like like made her bones, you know, create new bones, new cells. I don't think so. It was just a spirit of infirmity. So, so a lot of times, I mean, we used to go to a restaurant, and I heard y'all, some of y'all remember me talking about how I was over there at, uh, at a holy tabernacle for a short span until I started saying you're healed, you can go check with your doctor and pass the sample and like that. But other mm-hmm. than that, people were getting healed. And one of the things that used to happen when, when we would enter the room, we would come to Holy Tabernacle, uh, us ministers, when we would enter the room, there was this one guy, he sometimes would say this, my head ain't gone, he would ask Brother Ronnie. He would always want us to pray for his headache. And then once his headache leave, he wouldn't stay for the rest of the service. And we kind of got a little attitude over there, like he just coming for the blessing. So he, again, wait till we, in the service, we asked to pray. He wanted to be for him once. We prayed for him. He would often tell us, we would ask, did that headache leave? Did the backache leave? If it didn't, it just didn't. We'll say, we'll continue prayer or something like that. But most of the time, we'll get healed instantly. If I'm lying, I'm flying, y'all. This is the truth. And so his headache, because we felt like it was just a headache, so we had faith for that. He would always get healed. So there was some time that came, he would leave before we even started sharing and say, my headache gone. So I don't know if that, I think that was a spirit even then that was on this gentleman pressing him there in the resting home, and when we came in the door, it left him. So I know some of y'all question a lot of this, but as Sister Cassandra and Brother Ronnie uh, share, I really hope that they inspire or spark faith. Brother Ronnie, uh, it's back in your hands. I just want to just share that really quickly. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to uh, uh, let my wife share something. Uh, uh, there was a gentleman who called at the, uh, when you took his first call. My wife said she wanted to address this young man who called who was looking for direction. Wow, go right ahead. He's still on the line. Okay. Uh, yes, I think his name was Khalil. And something yes. came back, an experience that I went through just in the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, we have been getting involved a lot more. I think a lot more people have been getting a lot more involved politically in many ways. And so I had been to Washington, D.C. for a big uh uh, conference and everything, and, and so it was very successful. Tons of people showed up and everything, and, you know, we were there, and we got to go, um, you know, to the White House and, you know, and everything. It was just a really good experience, um, but 
then there was another event that was coming up. And um, not just to give too much information with that, um, but there was an event that was coming up. And I could hear, I hear the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to me in what I call loud whispers, right? It's not a voice you would necessarily uh, recognize, but it sounds like a loud whisper. So I have to be paying attention to hear it, but it's loud enough to catch my attention. And so when the person asked me, said, well, you know, um, a lot of people are coming back, you know, uh, are you going to be coming back? And I heard the Holy Spirit say, plain as day, no, that's a setup. No, it's a setup. And so I repeated back to that person just what the Holy Spirit said to me. I said, no, I won't be going to that event. It's a setup. And so People didn't understand, and nobody understood until after the event happened and a lot of uh, negative things uh, transpired there. And so, you know, we've been through a lot of things, you know, just in the last couple of years. But what I'm trying to say is that it was okay for me to go to one event, but the Holy Spirit warned me and said, don't go. No, you won't be going to this next event. And so that's why when you were talking to that young man and talking to him about listening to the Holy Spirit and the unctioning of the Holy Spirit, the, the story came back to my remembrance. And that's the way I've had so many spiritual encounters that, you know, the only way I can remember to, te- to, to say something to someone is it comes up in conversation and that rhema, the rhema spirit brings it back. And so I just want to encourage that young man, if he doesn't know the Lord and the pardoning of his sin, The Lord is the one who loves you more than anyone. No one is going to look after you or take care of you or protect you better than your creator. And your creator, God, sent you uh, Christ to die for you. And when Christ died for you, he says, unless I go, I cannot send you back the comforter. And it's the comforter that helps keep us out of a lot of these troubles and that will protect us and direct our path. So what he really needs more than anything, and we've got to bypass what the world has tried to do to us, which is to turn us against God. What else would the enemy do but to try to turn us against God, turn us against Christ, so that we don't have what we need to be able to withstand the, the, the fiery darts of the enemy in this day. So that's where it all starts. If you really want to seek someone who knows, it's, it, it's God. He says, ask me. He says he give unto man freely, liberally. So if you take the time to ask God if you should go, God is going to let you know. And if you're not in the place where you can hear him, God opens doors that no man can shut, and he will close doors that no man can open, meaning that he'll make sure that you don't go if you're not supposed to be there. So I just want to encourage that young man in his pursuit of knowledge is what he's really pursuing. He needs to know. And the way to know is to first test God and try God. And when God responds, you move from a place of faith to a place of knowing. And also, and I just want to bring out scriptural uh, uh, basis for this, to remember in the book of Acts when uh, uh, there was a, 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 a woman or a little girl who was following uh, Paul and Cyrus around, and he said, these men are the great power of God. 
listen to them. And Paul, after a few days, got fed up with the young with the young girl and cast the cast the spirit out of her because she she was uh, she, she was basically telling uh, telling the future. And and Paul got fed up in the spirit and, and cast that demon out of the girl, and said, uh, uh, "Come out of her." And then the uh, and then the girl's uh, 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 master says, "This uh, uh, Paul just caused our money to be uh, uh, put out put out. They put him out of business." <laughs> So uh, uh, that spirit, which was a a, a, a fortune teller, uh, a, a a demonic or medium, uh, trying to, uh, uh, to to uh, to guide uh, uh, others to uh, God, Paul had to say, "No, God will let somebody know who we are, not the devil tell somebody who we are." Well, and that whole mission is to make you. I mean, what are miracles for? What are the spiritual things that we go through and experience for? They're to draw us to the Father. And so when you think about the devil putting someone out there that's telling you that they can uh, 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 tell you the future or give you prophecy or anything like that, what are they really doing? Because if they're not of God, who are they of? Right? So if we know if they're not of God, then they're of the enemy. They're of the devil. They're of Satan. And so that's what we have to understand. When we're looking for anything other than, the world will tell you to accept any and everything other than God. Anything else other than God is all right, whether it's the boogeyman or Santa Claus or the Easter bunny or whoever. All of those are just fine. But when you mention God, then all of a sudden you don't have a right to believe in that. We'll have you believe anything other than. So when you have someone who, what are they trying to do? Someone who is not of God is trying to bring glory to to the enemy because that's their father. Just like Jesus told uh, the Pharisees, you know, you're of your father, the devil. And so who are they serving? They're serving the devil, and they're trying to bring glory to the devil, the same uh, sorcerers that went up against uh, Moses and Aaron. You know, who are they trying to bring glory to? It wasn't to God. So if they wanted to um, to put on this show, this facade, this fakeness, because everything that the devil does is counterfeit. So what were they doing? They were doing the same thing. They were trying to, uh, to uh, they're always trying to counterfeit what God does, right? But they will never be on God's level. Whatever the enemy offers to us is never um, uh, of, of equal measure or perfection uh, to what God gives to us on a daily basis. So, you know, if you have any questions about that uh, or what I'm saying uh, to Khalil, I'll be glad to uh, hear from you. All right, well, let's go on to the next thing. Did you have a story? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. I was up there talking away and then realized I was muted. But, uh, uh, Khalil, I I was just saying, can you hear me okay now? Yes, Yes, you can. Okay. What I was saying was, when I was muted, I was saying, Khalil, uh, if you have any questions, press one. He did press one, so we'll come to him in a second. But I just want to say, Brother Ronnie and Sister Cassandra, that was brilliant. I love how y'all talked about these spirits who want to bring glory to their God, and so is the Holy Spirit, you know. And so I love that. The Holy Spirit is wanting to use us to glorify the Most High Yah or the Most High God. 
and evil spirits are wanting to bring glory to their God, which is Satan. Please, listeners, do not play with that. It's serious. We are no match for these entities. The Bible says if the Father don't shorten the time, even the best of us, the elite of us, will be fooled. We are no match for these thousands, thousands of year old spirits roaming up and down our earth. But the Bible did say he give us power. In of ourselves, we don't have no power. But when we operate through the Ruach HaKadosh or the Holy Spirit, those nine gifts of the Spirit rise up in us. And you heard the sister talk about how the Father showed her this, showed her that. All she's talking about is the gift of knowledge that the Father imparted to her, or a gift of wisdom. And perhaps she's one of those persons that have a gift, like I was talking about earlier. There's some people that have a gift outside of the nine gifts of the Spirit. It's just a gift they're born with to see and perceive spirits. So I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines. Khalil has his hand up. And, uh, Khalil, your line is now open. Uh, Eric, code 434 You already told us. Uh, Khalil, I, um, yeah, she told us you heard through us through Blog Talk. So go ahead with your question and comment for our guest. Um, how can you tell when somebody is just using God and using the Bible, like, to be divisive and when someone, like, is just ignorant and they haven't really studied the Bible? Okay, you want to me? Okay. Um, well, foremost, you have to come from the right place. And when I say that, if you start with the premise that people are using God and the Bible for the wrong reasons, then you're going, your, your uh, pursuit is going to be tainted, okay? And what you get from it is going to... Um, come from a place of, of of you trying to protect yourself, okay? So it's really okay. about you and God. It's about you and God, okay? So let's forget about those bad characters out there, okay? Because if God is the, is the one who is good, okay, and no one can dispute that, God is good. And, you know, all of the things that man does has nothing to do with God. That's the whole problem. That's what happened with Adam and Eve in the garden. The, the earth, I mean, everything, the world fell. We're, we live in a fallen earth, right, a fallen world with fallen people. And so that's the, thing, that's the thing that we're trying to overcome, and that's the reason that Christ had to die on the cross for our sins, to give us a new spirit, okay? So for the ones who would misuse God and his word, they are the ones who will um, abuse God's people, and you know that they're not of God because that's not love. If God is love, what does it mean to love? You would never harm or hurt another human being. And so that should be the premise. That's why God says, and you know, people talk about, well, the only commandment that God gives us now is to love one another. Well, and people think that that means to omit sin, but it doesn't. It doesn't omit sin. It means that sin hurts others. So if you love others, you won't sin. And so that misuse and abuse of people uh, by uh, believers and Christians or people claiming to be that, then we've got to bypass that. So the first thing to do is to have your relationship established with God, the Father, 
And the only way you can do that is through his son. He said, this is the door that I'm giving you. The door that I'm giving you is to come through Christ, right? And Christ died for you. I mean, if that's the love, what is that? You know, but if we listen to what the world says about Christ and listen to what the world says, you know, people are, I hear one thing all the time, that um, that more people have died as a result of religion. Well, what are you talking about? Because uh, being a born-again believer has nothing to do with religion. You know, I'm not here to read a book and follow a set of rules. I interact and have a relationship with a living and true God who is who cares about what the Bible says, cares about the affairs of man. And so he cares about you. He cares about whether or not you go to that conference. Okay, who else is really going to care about you going? Because if God foreknows something is going to happen to his child, wouldn't he warn you? Of course he would. Yeah. So I wouldn't even worry about what other people are doing. Your relationship with God is between you and him. And when you know that Christ died on the cross so that you would be able to have a relationship with him for yourself, you don't have to go through another human being, that you can talk right. to him and he will talk to you. And so that's right. where the warning comes from. It doesn't mean that you have to go to a psychic or someone tell you. We don't know what they're trying to do. Most psychics are trying to bring glory to themselves. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. they're 50-50 chance. Either they're going to be wrong or they're going to be right. That's a 50-50 chance, you know? <laughs> What is 50 50? It's the same as 0 0 or 100 100, right? It's not really, you know, that it's not really going to serve you that way. You're still taking a big risk by listening to a psychic. So, what I'm telling you is trust God. Trust Him. He, he wants you to try Him. He tells us to try Him first. You know, He says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And you can, this is a perfect opportunity for you to taste and see. So you can uh, uh, pray a simple prayer. You don't have to be anything. You don't even have to be a believer to talk to God and have him to answer your prayers. Because answering your prayer may be the, the thing that leads you to him, right? So many respond because of their um, – uh, that, that's why we're talking about miracles and things like that today and the spiritual things that God does because when we know no one else could have done what he did, then we know without a shadow of a doubt that it was him, and we can't give glory to anyone but him. So that moves us from a position of faith to a position of knowing. So if you trust God, let me know. I need to know, Lord God, if this is where you would have me to be. Is, is this where I need to be? Right? And you will know on right. the back end uh, whether or not you should have gone there, because like I, my, in my experience, something terrible happened. Something terrible happened at that event. You know, people were killed and all other kinds of things, violence and all kinds of things. So that's the thing that you don't want to necessarily be a part of. And so right. if this is something, this is what I would take the time to do is for you to just say a simple prayer. You don't have to come to God in any formal way. You ask him the same way you would ask a psychic or me or anyone else, what should I do? And he'll answer you. You'll be surprised whether it's in, he may answer you in a voice where you hear. He may answer you in, in the things that you try to do. Maybe you try to book a flight or something and nothing pans out. He answers us in all kinds of different ways. And, and, and listen to this. You know, just like how you want to go to a, 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 a psychic or a medium or whatever to get you a, a, an answer, whether you should go or not, the scriptures tell us in Proverbs 3, verse 5, it says, trust in the Lord. 
He says, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God, and he will direct your path. Amen. So we come to God that way, just like she, uh, uh, like my wife was telling you. Just come up for saying, God, do I need to go? You know, I'm going to trust you to either let me go or not let me go. And he will direct your path by a yes or a no, or he'll he'll put something in your way that either is either going to block you, or is it going to allow you to go? And, and let me say this about the people that you were talking about, okay? Because we all run into that issue. None of us know. You know, we could go into a church and the church looks like a church. It smells like a church. It sounds like a church. <clears throat> and it may be what the Bible calls an apostate church. That means there are many churches and many pastors and many believers who have turned away from the truth of the of the word of God. And so those individuals who would turn away from the truth will also be the ones who will misuse and abuse not only God's word but God's people because they're guided by another spirit. And so the thing is, is that if you start to really trust in God and you really want an intimate relationship with him, you'll start reading his word. And when you start filling yourself with his word, you'll know. And so when that word is in you, you will hear the things that you know are not true. So if someone is trying to misuse you with the word of God, it's our responsibility. You know, I don't want a doctor who has never been to medical school. Do you know what I mean? So if I don't want to have a doctor who's never been to medical school, why would I want to be a Christian who doesn't know the word of God? Right? Or a believer. If you're not a believer who knows the word of God, then how, um, how, why call ourselves a believer? What do you believe? I don't know. I don't know what's in the word of God. So it's up to you at that point to be as knowledgeable as you can. So that scripture that we have mentioned twice now already, you know, is talking about us, um, uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And so you have, the way we get knowledge is to, uh, to really pray, first of all, for understanding, right? Because the Holy Spirit is the best teacher. Right. The Holy Spirit will teach yeah. you better than, um, than people, myself, or anyone else. So all that I'm saying right now is going to come from the Holy Spirit because that's how much I love God and I don't want to misrepresent him in any way. I want you to be a believer because I want you to experience all the good things that I've experienced. But that also means that I had to overcome the liars. I had to overcome those voices that were negative, right, those people who were trying to misuse me, those people. um, The Bible talks about uh, people in the church, uh, false prophets, how they will um, make merchandise of you. They will make merchandise of you. What does that mean? They're there to make a quick buck off of you. There are people out there that do that. And so we've got to be careful about that. So the, but the Bible is the one that tells us that. A lot of the things we need to know are written right there in the scriptures for our protection. And God also gives us a physical force, which is the Holy Spirit, that will protect you, right, that will protect you in, in telling you, educating you on what to do and what not to do. And as I like something that Brother Seth said um, in the first, uh, the, well, the second show that, um, that we were a part of, uh, was that he felt like angels were part of that protective measure. And I do think that God cast, this, uh, cast a, a host of uh, angels, warring angels around us, his children, to protect us. And the enemy has no jurisdiction over us 
when we're protected by those angels. Because when you think about it, the Bible says that one-third of the angels fell with Satan. That means that God has two angels for every one of Satan's angels. So he's already outnumbered. You understand what I'm saying? So then you will know and you will be protected. And I think that you will get your wisdom coming from the word of God and from the Holy Spirit and your protection from, uh, from God through his warring angels. Absolutely. Powerful, powerful, powerful. uh, Brother, uh, Pastor Ronnie and Pastor Cassandra could just say, I am so glad y'all in the house tonight. Had that little delay because of the weather and so forth, but I'm so glad y'all come on just firing, firing away. I've just enjoyed sitting back listening. This is what I, I long for. People that believe in power, people that believe in, I'm not saying we didn't have in the show earlier. I'm just saying even more power, people that is expecting the miraculous. Uh, uh, you're getting an earful, brother. I don't normally leave callers on this long, so you're getting a blessing. Hopefully you're hearing what they're saying. And let me ask you something, Clear, before I put you back on hold and go even further. Is is any of this making sense? Do you have any more questions for our guests? No, thank you, but it is making sense. Well, this is what I want you to do is I'll put you on hold. I want you in about a minute. Don't do it now, but once I put you on hold in about a minute, press 1 so your hand will go down. Later on, if you have more clarification questions or comments, you can press 1 and come right back on, all right? But I appreciate your spirit. You have a, you have a very humble spirit, and that's going to take you a long way, young man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, mm-hmm. and again, that's Kalia on the phone lines. I'm going to go ahead and put him on hold. Uh, brothers and sisters, again, those of you on the phone line, if you have any questions for our guests, press 1, press 1, press 1. We'll bring you on. If you're listening online and you want to end on this, you have a question or a comment, call the phone mm-hmm. number, 914-205-5590. I want to, uh, at this time, take a break, Okay. Are uh, y'all okay with the break, uh, uh, Brother Ronnie and Sister uh, Cassandra? Y'all okay with a break? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I want to. I want to take a break. And brothers and sisters, again, you're tuning to the Five from Stone Network. We have on pastors Ronnie and Cassandra McCray. They are talking about the topic tonight: Are miracles, devils, angels, and spiritual warfare real? That's what they're talking about. Is it even real? I mean, is it even real? That's what they're talking about. We'll be right back. Show a little break here. Haven't you heard that God, the creator of the ends of the earth, he's not weary. There's no search in his understanding. He gives power to the faint. And if you're weak, he makes you strong. Even the young men, they get weary. But they that wait on the Lord, He'll renew their strength. And they'll mount up with wings like eagles.
not a thing. They will mount up with wings of eagles. They that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Thank, uh, thank everybody again for tuning into the Possums on Network. Tonight we have on the McCrae's talking about spiritual warfare, which is simply a battle, the battle. Folks, those those things that are happening on the, on the earth is just thoughts of mere men on the earth from the spiritual realm. We think of some. We act. We think of something we act. We don't always even act the full thought we have. So you're getting a very fuzzy view when we act out, when we cause wars, when we build, when we do the things we do, when we invent. It's just a fuzzy view of what's really happening in the spiritual realm. Folks, the evil spirits are real. Angels are real. The Holy Spirit is real. You may not understand. I know there's been lots of jokes taught, uh, uh, spoken over these uh, topics, but folks, I promise you don't don't be like a lot of people getting your fifties and sixties and finding it's real, and you lived all your life not knowing who the enemy is. And if that's the case, probably you're on the side of the enemy. Yes, everybody can do good deeds. But a lot of people that do good deeds, some of them are part of the enemy's camp, and they don't even know it. Be careful trivializing things in life. Be respectful, kind of like Khalil. Humble, listen to people because they just might be right. So, brothers and sisters, again, we're going to thank you for your time tonight. Just want to just say if you missed part one, you missed. You really missed a great show. We was talking about miracles, devils, angels, and spiritual warfare. I had told a story of a familiar spirit named Satima. Uh, that was using some kids, and we kicked the. Uh, we told. I told uh, just real quick. I told a girlfriend back then that uh, her kids was playing with a spirit. She didn't believe me. We had we had walked took a little walk, and I said she said I said when we get back. She said when we get back, Seth. We'll tell my daughters 
they can't play with this spirit no more. And lo and behold, when we got to the door, her daughters brought it up first and said, Satima says she's going to be leaving us before we said anything to those daughters. That was part one. We also talked about a spirit I encountered at the library where I actually perceived the spirit in the young lady, and nothing happened until I said to her, I saw a spirit in you, and it manifested. What that girl did was not normal. It was almost like you took your physical hand and started moving parts of your face with your hand. You cannot do that. No, you can't. Nobody can do that. Something was distorting her face. And uh, going to how I tried to cast it out, I couldn't cast out that particular spirit because I got into the flesh. We talk about the deep show number one. Again, Google Files from some blog talk radio, and the topic are miracles, devils, angels, and spiritual warfare real. And you should be able to get part one and part two. Part one also uh, included Purcell talking about his testimony, how his drug charge when he was in the streets was dropped. And he promised God if he get him off that trial, uh, off that drug charge, he would serve him. And Purcell kept his word and served him to this day. But that was a miracle in and of itself. Show number two, we talked about the um, uh, spirit moving over me and I was able to perceive a young lady filled with the spirit, I mean, filled with a with an uh, evil spirit. We was at a church setting, and she fell out in the spirit. Is what they call it. But I kept telling everybody she's not in the spirit. This is demonic. There was no reason where for me to say that. Everybody in the church was fooled by her going out in supposedly spirit. But later on, after I took her away from them, which was crazy, I took her into an area where I can pray. The spirit manifested itself. Caused about 40 believers to run, literally move away from her, and they slowly came back. And we had to take her to the pastor's uh, house and have the spirits cast out there. Uh, neighbor, and um, I talked about how a neighbor was filled with the evil spirit every in the mornings. He would make these noises, and how my wife and I pointed at the wall and commanded the spirit to leave. Two or three months later, we saw him in the church, and we couldn't believe our very eyes at Calvary Cathedral, born again. We just, even to this day, just thinking about how he looked, he looked so different. We knew that was a result of us claiming his soul and casting out that devil. And also we talked about, I uh, talked about how the Father uh, blessed my wife and I with a, 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 a house full of furniture, everything. You're talking about dishes, laundry, uh, uh, washer, dryer, just he loaded us up nearly for free after we moved from Texas and gave our uh, a house full of furniture to a, a, a couple. We just invested in them, and, and the father turned around and, and gave us uh, the same thing here in Texas by a young lady moving to Washington on the same, in the same way we was moving to Texas. And she gave us her place completely free. We're talking about quality, nice stuff. If y'all only could have seen the nice things we got. That was in show number two. So tonight is show number three with Ronnie and Cassandra. We're going to go back to the phone lines. Uh, Ronnie, Cassandra, your line is now open. And so the show is back in your hand. Just pick up where you left off. That was beautiful. Well, we'd like to talk, tell you a couple of stories. Um, since we um, talked about a few miracles and spiritual warfare in the last um, show, we wanted to give you some examples of how angels and devils come into play. And so wow. Pastor Ronnie has a story about an um, angel uh, situation that happened at his job. I'll let him tell you that story. Yes. And this was going back probably about 
15 years ago. Now, I had a, uh, I, I have a work partner who uh, we still work together right now, and we basically, uh, where, where I work at right now, we basically take time out uh, in part of our morning, and we actually pray over uh, any of the situations that our coworkers may be going through but this one particular uh, uh, morning we came out of the uh we came out of the cafeteria a break uh, uh, off of a break and it was three of us it was myself and the brother uh I I I'll call him LB and and we had another coworker who was with us and basically he was of 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 uh of a uh, Indian descent, and we were all trying to run to the elevator, and then the then myself, well, we three ran to the elevator, and then there, there was a man holding the elevator for us, and then the man got on the elevator and held it held held the elevator door open, but when we got into the when we three got into the elevator, there was nobody standing there except for us three who just came out of the cafeteria. And then we were just going up one floor, and then when the elevator door opened up, we stood on the next level, and uh, LB and myself looked at one another. Did He said, did you see that? I said, yes, there was uh, this man who held the elevator, but when we got on the elevator, there was nobody there. And we asked the, uh, the other gentleman who was with us, did you see that man hold the elevator for us? And he did not see what we saw. So wow. we thought, well, we, we, we encountered it. We said this was an angel. He exposed himself to us. He didn't say anything. Like I said, when we got onto that elevator, there was nobody there. And we, and we both, we, we, we got out of there and we both looked at each other and said, did you see that? <laughs> And we both shook our – I said, yes, I saw it. I said, it's just as plain as the nose is on my face and on your face. And he says, I saw the same thing. But the other guy, he did not see anything. He didn't, he, he didn't even recognize the man holding the elevator door for us or standing Ronnie, outside of the elevator, and we ran to the elevator. And, Ronnie, if I may, you know, Hebrews 1 and 14, for those of you who say, where is that in the Bible, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Hebrews 1 and 14 says that the angels are ministering spirits. Amen. For minister, then for the minister, but those who shall be heirs of salvation. Go right ahead. I just want to share that. Well, can I just add one, two things that come to mind when uh, Pastor Ronnie uh, talks about that? Because one of the things that I love about um, – his workplace was that you have a lot of believers who are there. They will have time for prayer. I have come there uh, for their Wednesday Bible study and things of that nature. So I felt like that place was really anointed and that there were angels around that place. Hmm. And we're talking about a federal government building. That may surprise some people. But I have heard some uh, in, uh, some individuals talk about there being angels assigned within our government. 
So, you know, well, while yeah. we're thinking that we are out here alone, we don't even understand that there are angels that are watching over what is even going on in our government. And why is it that they are not able? Every time that they will, uh, uh, there may be plots to do things, and they're not able to carry those things out fully. Well, what is spoiling their plan? You know, you have you to really what? stop and ask yourself. Because Yeah, go ahead. No, Sister Cassandra, please finish. I'm, I'm about to, I, 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 I'm enjoying it. You well, listen, you, but you're absolutely right. This is what I be trying to say. The enemy is not all powerful. Mm-mm. People forget, uh, even even on the natural realm, we talk a lot about the white man. You know, there's a lot of fear among. These people, even in the very natural realm, now you was in the spiritual realm, I don't drop down to the natural realm. Let's go back to spiritual realm. I just want to say, even in the natural realm, look at your enemy, so-called enemy, that's causing you so much pain. You don't think they're losing? But they <laughs> do the types of things they're doing? They're feeling desperate. And I know it's, it's wow. evil spirits. That's who I say on this show is enemy, not no mere man. But even watching mere man the way... The, the desperate measures they're taking that tell that tells you they're they're losing, and I don't hear enough conversation about them losing. I always hear about how they're so powerful, how how we can't do nothing about it, how hopeless we are, and that's what per se. I, I really wish he's not on the show. I really hate he's not on the show tonight because he talks so much about people that say, "Oh, this is Babylon. We can't do nothing. Certain things got to be fulfilled." The Bible says certain. Yeah, but we, what are we supposed to be doing? Just getting whooped in the process? The enemy is desperate. He is losing. Go ahead, sis. I just had to share that. Yeah, that, I think that's an excellent point. I mean, we just have to realize it. And if, we, if we're looking at the natural, we would be saying what he's saying. So when people see the enemy doing things to us or against us in the, uh, in the natural and they're not and their hearts and their minds are not in the spiritual, they will not be coming or thinking in a spiritual from a, a spiritual perspective. And so that's part of the problem. But that's why I said, even in this place, in this particular building, you know, I'm not surprised that something like that happened. But even when you said that uh, the, uh, the angels, right, are, are, are ministering spirits, that they will uh, 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 reveal themselves to those who believe. Well, it was the two believers that saw the angel. The third party was not a believer. Isn't that interesting? Wow, that is very and it's very scriptural. Yes, you know, and one thing that Jesus did come to Earth for, Jesus said in in First John, and I always try to back things up with the scripture because people are saying, "Well, you believe that?" Yes, I believe everything that the scriptures is telling me. And it says in First John uh, chapter three verse eight, this is why Jesus came. He manifested himself. He came and took flesh upon his spiritual body. It says he. This is why he came to destroy the works of the devil. See, the devil's the spirit. Also, he's got to work through flesh too. So that's why you know a lot of times when we see things that is, that are happening in the flesh, the enemy has to use a flesh body also to manifest himself. That's why he had to work. He had to work through a snake in the garden. There was no other two people. There was only two people uh, at the time uh, to where he had to uh, manifest himself through a snake to to, to deceive Eve. 
So he has to manifest himself through a human being. That's why the scriptures tell us we war not against flesh and blood. So all these spirits are working through people to, to, to cause us to go uh, or have fits, so to speak. Right. And, you know, um, and, and saying things like that, you know, one of the, uh, uh, the uh, Proverbs 2.1 says, you know, why do the heathen rage? You know, and then you go, and and okay. and, and okay. we know that these are wicked people. They hate even the the sight of us. We don't have to do anything to them. We don't have to do anything. But uh, Christians are under attack more than anybody today. Born again believers are being attacked left and right, and we are not the ones because when we read, you know, uh, Psalm twenty one eleven says, though they intended evil against you and devised a plot, it says they will not succeed. <laughs> Right, they, uh, they are, their hearts uh, devise evil things, you know, cause, uh, and um, they continually stare up war, and so we've got to know that these things, the, the evil plots and and plans and things are out there, but they will not succeed. So that's Absolutely. where we are to live. I don't care what they're doing out there. I'm not afraid. And knowing that and believing that in my heart and living that out, I do not express. Fear over anything that the world is doing. As a matter of fact, when the devil gets loud, I get louder. When he gets well, rough, me, I get rougher. Let me, let me you know, and that's you. the same thing that, you know, excuse me for a second, but that's the same thing that Paul did. Remember, well, well, when Saul was Saul, he came after the church full-hearted, full speed, full steam ahead. But when he got the power of God on him, he did an opposite. He, how he persecuted the church, he persecuted the devil the same with the same intent that he persecuted the church. And that's how some of us as Christians, you know, we've all have different part, we we all have different part, parts of the body, and there's going to be some who are going to go out there and meet the devil head on with the same intensity that he's bringing against the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So we know, so so God has called God has called you know certain people to be uh, 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 bold and stand face to face against the enemy. And those people who are standing face to face against the enemy, we they talk bad about us. Mm-hmm. They talk bad about the body of Christ who will stand up in the face of any evil that's out there. Mm-hmm. That's all. That, that's all the enemy has. <laughs> well, That's all me, the enemy has They play on our emotions Well let me say this I cannot express in words How The word I'm, I'm just so elated hearing y'all talk You have such a Victorious Powerful slant on things And this is the show I hope Brother Kenwin Brother Curry, Pastor Chris And just all the co-hosts cause A lot of them know what you're saying, but sometimes I think on our show we get too much gift. We get, this is just in efforts to resurrect our people because we are not who they say we are. And while we are grateful to our spiritual identity, there is something in the natural that we have left, and that is our true identity as Israelites. But you don't have to ever acknowledge that. If you walk in the kind of power that you're talking about right now, you remain victorious. So I say this. I was 
going to a church called Calvary Cathedral and Christian Outreach Center where I met uh, Pastor Ronnie on the line here, everybody. And I was walking in the very authority that we're learning right now. These, these, and, and so I know for a fact you can that you can go where they're at right now and die, and you will before you leave this earth defeat the enemy of racism. Yes, you will. So I just want to say to those people that say, "Well, yeah, they're not talking about this and they're not talking about the Hebrew that." Folks, the Bible says that the Most High is looking for those whose heart have been turned towards him and that uh, he will impart them that, that spirit, that Ruach HaKadosh, and that spirit will impart to them nine gifts, nine manifestations. And so I hear a little noise, y'all, there. I don't know if y'all... Y'all may want to meet me when y'all talk. Yeah, I'm to you. sorry. So, yeah, I'm trying to hit the mute button. Yes, I'm sorry. But, that, but that's okay. So I just want to say I hope y'all are hearing this is what, to be very honest, this show has been missing. I hate to acknowledge that because I know I, some people are going to take it, but I really feel this, we hits it. Yes, we do. We talk about the nine gifts of the Spirit. We talk about miracles. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But oftentimes we start talking too much about Babylon and how this is how it is and this is how they are and and we'll go into talking about details of what they're doing. We do talk about how the the, the Most High is going to win in the end and how they're going to lose and all that. But these are details on how we can win right now, brothers and sisters. We can win right now. Yes, Babylon is going to do what Babylon do. Yes, there's going to be martyrs. That's another thing when I talk about the show, martyrs. Yes, it's going to happen. But everybody ain't going to be a martyr. Some people are going to kick the, and martyrs do kick the devil in the face too, by the way, because they give the ultimate price their life. But, I mean, there's people that's not going to be martyrs that's going to whoop the enemy, whoop the enemy, whoop the enemy, and then they'll see death. Everybody's not going to see death just, just whooped down by the enemy. So I welcome uh, Pastor Ronnie and Pastor Cassandra tonight talking about the hope, the power, the working with the angels and the working with the Holy Spirit and the gifts, identifying the enemy and squashing and defeating him. I welcome it, welcome it, welcome it, welcome it. And brothers and sisters, this is what Brother Seth tried to talk and I'm not saying that the co-hosts don't go here. We do go here. But I just think sometimes we need to go here a little bit more. This is what Purcell has been saying since he's been on the show. Where is the the uh, the hope uh, of us of being victorious? It's kind of what he says all the time. So I hate that he's not hearing this. So back to y'all. Uh, again, some of y'all say, well, why is this needed? Again, it's needed because the Father said so. He actually commands us to work with this arsenal. He commands us to be submitted to the Spirit where the Spirit can use us. The Father commands us to walk in his authority. The Father commands us to occupy till he comes. The Father commands us uh, 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 to take the authority given to us through the death, burial, resurrection of Christ. Christ says, I give to you all power uh, to trade upon serpents and scorpions over all the powers of the enemy. we got to start acting like we have all the powers of the enemy. I said we have to start acting like we have all 
power. He has given us all power over the enemy, Christ said. And why is this important, this show tonight? Because those that are unbelievers, they will see my God, my God, I'm in trouble. There is really an enemy, and I don't know anything about it. And they're not stupid. They're going to start looking for solutions so they can see, turn to the Most High, because you are no match for this enemy. You don't understand it. The Bible says the Father don't shorten the time that the very elite of us would be fools. So you're no match for this enemy. Turn to the Most High. Now, it's not the best reason to turn to the Most High. The best reason to turn to the Most High is because you love him, but you'll grow to that. All right? Uh, and you got to hear the gospel, of course. You got to hear why Christ came. But they, once they see this enemy, they're going to seek out. And they're going to hear that gospel. They're going, to, they're going to say, what must I do to be saved? And that's when people will share with you the gospel. And that's when you can believe and be added to the kingdom of the Most High Yah or the Most High God. Another reason this, this uh, episode is important is because the saints need to be encouraged and, and, and reminded of the arsenal that they have. Uh, oftentimes with spider webs on it, you know, they haven't used it in a while. Uh, a lot of us gotten discouraged through sin in our life. You know, but this is something that would encourage us. This show would encourage you. You're hearing to a couple operating in this battle with premier weapons, okay? Another reason this is important because we don't just sit around and just war and that's all there is to it. There's some living going on. There is some peace, a shalom that's going along. We, the Bible says we are made more than conquerors. We don't just conquer we just conquered, but there's many other things to do, many other things to walk. The Father has more things to impart to us other than just beating up devils and walking on devils. There's a peace that he gives, understanding, joy, 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 uncomprehendable joy. The Bible talks about a peace that passes all understanding. These are just some of the reasons why we need this show tonight, and we need to know about devils, angels, spiritual warfare. So some of you say, well, how do, you, how, how do these things come about? In terms of getting the Father involved, well, there's something called binding and loosing. Uh, we have the power as ambassadors representing a whole other kingdom to bind and loose. And when we bind and loose on this earth, the Bible says that the heavens will agree with us. So it's like we just represent another kingdom. But when we do something on the earth, they mimic us. Whatever we bind, they bind. Whatever we loose, they loose. So we're not alone. We're tied into government, folks, the kingdom of God. It's serious. We're not alone. I said we're not alone. We're not battling alone. This is serious business. I know it's a little bit over some of y'all head to say we're ambassadors. What do you mean, Brother Seth? As the show goes on, you'll understand. You'll see we are connected to a higher power. Most high does nothing in the earth unless he revealed it to his prophets. There has to be an intercession that go forth, and then the Father from that intercession moves throughout the earth. But before he do so, he let his, his prophets know we are connected with another government. I'm telling you, we're not tied to just the government of the United States or any government on the earth. Then there's a prayer petition where you may pray individually. You may not have someone to to to, to bind and loose with. Or uh, excuse me, y'all, bear with me. I'm going too fast. Binding and loosing can be by yourself. But it can also be uh, with another person. But what I was wanting to say is this next call, the prayer, uh, 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 prayer of agreement, where you actually, uh, uh, 
with someone else representing the same kingdom like this couple they could both of them can agree on a thing the bible says if you touch and agree on anything that the father would do it so binding and loosing is one type of praying getting getting things done within the spiritual realm binding and loosing that's a scripture all by itself but there's another scripture that talks about when two people touch and agree that's a whole nother level of power kind of touching into that corporate thing where you join effort sometimes churches will all agree on one thing and pray they call it a corporate prayer that's a whole nother way of getting things done in the spirit but then there's a prayer of what i call just a prayer petition where you just simply ask the father you petition this father this government so to speak or this y'all this god uh for a particular matter he said if you pray in faith believe and you shall receive most of you know about that just simply praying Okay, so there's just different ways to activate and get things going in the spiritual realm. But whether you do any of this, the spiritual realm is very active and it's very real. And when we all die, we all join that realm. I'm telling you, folks, that's the mother. This earth is born out of just mere thoughts of man. This is not the big ball game. But back to our guests, uh, again, uh, we want to thank you for tuning into the show tonight. Those of you that's uh Tuning in, listening, attending to those of you on the phone lines. Again, if you have any questions for our guests, press 1. If you're online and you're listening, uh, remember, you got to call the show. Uh, actually, you got about two minutes before you're going to be disconnected because we're only contracted to 10 o'clock Central Standard Time. So in about two minutes, we're going to lose you unless you call the phone line. You all see how good this is. Call the phone lines. You can get in on what the um, McCrays are talking about. Y'all see, these are not no novice. Very, very, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Through usage of their gifts, they are mature saints. And so call the show, 914-205-5590. One more time, 914-205-5590. Okay, the McCrays is back in your hands please. And we'll roll over just a little bit, so if y'all can just go just a little bit longer on your heart, uh, and then we'll wrap up, okay? All right, um, Brother Seth and um, all the listeners, I just want you um, to know about this. Um, this one is going to be about a demonic entity, uh, a person that had a devil in them, okay? Um, okay. And I don't know if, uh, Brother said you may have remembered a story not long ago that it was happening in Dallas, but uh, they had a, a really huge problem with homelessness down in downtown Dallas area. And there was a, a, a two females who had gone into a building, and they had been encountered by a, a person that was uh, some demonic, uh, well, I don't want to say demonic. They were accosted by a homeless person, as they were getting onto the elevator and their building, and the and the guy was stabbing them. It was caught on video, and they were being stabbed multiple times by this homeless person in their building as they were trying to get on the elevator. Well, I hadn't even thought about that when I had changed my uh, primary care doctor to a doctor that was down in that area at the Baylor Hospital. Baylor Hospital okay. is right in that area. They have a lot of the homeless that walk through there. Well, I was leaving the hospital after um, having uh, just a checkup, 
And I got to the street corner, and I was about to cross the street to go into, um, uh, there was a a crosswalk with a light. But it was an intersection, uh, and just as I got up to the light, and it was red, and I was standing there, the Holy Spirit, the same one that I told you that was uh, there with me and allowed me to see out of my own eyes awareness around me, when I was four years old, that's the same thing that happened right then in air. And the Holy Spirit holding on this man that was directly across the street. He was um, uh, corner, So he wasn't at the corner across from me. He was corner in a diagonal. So the Holy Spirit turned my attention to him. And we lost eyes, my eyes and his eyes. And I knew right then I was about to have an encounter with this individual. I could see the demonic presence on him. He walked right up to me. I put my hand down in my purse. I had mace on my key ring, and I flipped that little lever in my key ring, and I had my hands uh, down in my purse, and he walked right up to my face. I said, this demon recognized me, and he said, I'm going to kill you in a demonic voice. And I looked at him, and I got back in his face. I said, not if I kill you first. I mean, I had to, I was really, because I had my hand in there, I was going to mace his eyes and everything. But as soon as I said that, with the force that I said it, he turned around and walked off. I didn't even realize there was a little nursing student standing behind me. She saw the whole encounter, and she got behind me, and she was holding on, <laughs> like, to my purse or whatever. There was something on my, I don't know if it was my jacket she was holding, but she was right. I just put her hand. I felt her, but I put my hand, like, to pull her over behind. I don't know if I was there for her protection or for what reason. But that demon got right up in my face and said, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, and I said, and I called the police and everything. Do, do you know they did absolutely nothing about it? And so I just wanted to let them know that they had those kind of people that were on the street making threats to people, that they should have been arresting them. Well, that's what God was trying to show me. Your protection is not in the hands of man. Man is not going to do what is necessary to protect you. I'm the one who is protecting you. And not only that, what I learned in that instance is when the enemy, the, and all the enemy can do is be like a, a, a scared dog that you back into a corner. He can show his teeth, he can growl, but he has no jurisdiction over you. You are a citizen of heaven, and God is the one that, uh, that uh, has a hedge of protection around you, and the enemy knows he has no right to you. That's the same thing that uh, happened with Job. When you know about the story of Job, God had to take his hedge of protection off of Job in order for the enemy to do, wreak havoc in his life. So what God was trying to show me, is that I had more power than the enemy. That guy backed down and walked away. And so I didn't have any weapon other than my faith in God, and I was fearless. And so that was a story wow, that I wanted to wow, let wow. you know, because that, that, what that symbolizes to me in that area of, of downtown Dallas, there, you know, um, let me read the scripture really uh, quick for you. This is in, found in Mark 5. Mm-hmm. And it's about Jesus and that uh, the heals the demon-possessed man, right? So um, it says that uh, when Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him and ran to meet him and bowed low before him. With a shriek, he screamed, 
He saw Jesus coming. He was afraid. He he was shrieking, right? Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. Now, is that not a strange thing for a demon to say? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. So he even knows to use the name of God. Wow. <laughs> but it says in verse 8, That's it says, for Jesus, is already, for Jesus had already said to the spirit, come out of the man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, what is your name? And he replied, my name is Legion, because there are many of us inside this man. Then the evil spirit begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. There happened to be a, a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into those pigs, the spirits begged. The spirits are begging Jesus to let us go into these pigs. Let us enter them. And so Jesus gave them the permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. So listen, what Jesus came to do was to deliver us. He cares about man. And so he did not allow these evil spirits to live inside of these men. But the, the portion that I really wanted to focus on was this legion. And see, this man, whatever, that it had to be a problem in that area that so many violent attacks from these homeless people were going on. And so a lot of times people try to say that these homeless individuals are suffering from mental illness, but mental illness is nothing more than demonic possession. It's a, it's a spiritual attack on those individuals' minds. And so when he said, my name is Legion, you got to understand that there's a legion inside of these regions and this is where we have to take authority okay we're experiencing these things and there may be a lot of people who say i've I've never experienced anything like that well be careful what you ask for if you really want to experience you know these things in god you've got to be prepared for god to use you in these instances and so what i recognize that there was a region there's a legion of darkness over this region that we needed to start praying over this region. And we know even where we are, where we are suffering, a lot of times, you know, um, it's not a matter of being in an inner city or black people living in ghettos or, you know, Hispanic people living in an area or, um, you know, people want to say that white people live in a trailer park or whatever. People who are suffering in these areas, there there may be a legion in control of that region. And that's what we're called to do. We're supposed to go in there and combat the works of the enemy, first and foremost by sharing the gospel. Because when these people are delivered and they're born again, then the enemy does not have access to them. And we need to do this on a larger scale. And because right now what we're doing is we're turning over these regions to lead, to to, uh, these legions. And we're supposed to be the ones to go in there and, and take over. So what are we not doing in the body of Christ. That's what this whole incident let me know. If there is a lot of suffering and sickness and confusion and uh, immorality and and, and sexual uh, uh, immorality, all those things going on in a certain area, I don't care what group of people lives there, 
It doesn't matter what group of people live there. Any group of people living there is going to be suffering from these things. And so we need to go in and take authority over these regions and get rid of these legions and send them over the cliff and let them drown in water the same way Jesus did. So we've got to be able to recognize that. I didn't cast the demon out of this individual because that wasn't what God was trying to show me. The man probably had a really strong, a really uh, severe stronghold, and I believe that there were many demons in him, that he had opened himself up to a lot of wickedness, and that's how it gets in in the first place. A lot of people practice a lot of things that they shouldn't be. And, you know, they won't tell you, and everybody wants to, you know, we are so far removed from it. We didn't know about it until just recently. I believe that God opened our eyes here in 2020. The whole reason that the enemy rose up to the degree that he did was that God was opening eyes in 2020 for us to see these things that we had never seen before because our lives are nowhere near these things. For the most part, we live wholesome lives. You know, we grew up with a mother and a father in the home. We grew up, um, you know, watching uh, good, healthy things on television, you know, things that supported the family, things that supported um, um, goodness, you know, and doing good and not evil. You know, we always uh, uh, pulled for the the, uh, the, the the good, the person who was doing good, the, you know, and not for the person that was doing evil. And it seems like all of this stuff has flipped just recently. But these are the things that we, and we never knew the degree of wickedness that was going on or the degree of witchcraft that people are practicing. And so yes. when you're talking about, um, you know, to be people of the book, you know, we've got to understand what the people of the book suffered through. The people of the book suffered through uh, a lot of idolatry. How many times did they leave their first love? You know, even the angels left their first estate. So we've got to see where idolatry has played a huge part in and where we are today and why we are suffering and why we're not ahead. And it's a lot more of those things that are the things that we're giving attention to. You know, we can give attention to racism. You can give attention to white supremacy. You can give attention. And we're not, nobody's denying that those things exist. I'm just saying that they don't affect me because I'm not a citizen of the world. I'm a citizen of heaven. So I don't allow those things to bother me. They don't affect me. Whatever I'm going to do, God's going to help me get through it. Either I'm going to run over them or I'm going to go over them, or I'm going to go around them, whatever it is, go through them. Whatever it is, what God sets me up to do, uh, um, whether, you know, um, God, God promises me good success. You know, it's his desire that I prosper and be of good health, and that I be of good, that I will have good success. These are the promises of God. So I'm not going to let any demon, and the only way I can overcome that, is, and the Bible does tell us to be overcomers. So the way we overcome these things, or I should say when we overcome these things, then guess what? Nothing can stop us. So I'm saying in my eyes, what looks to be big, a big deal in somebody else's eyes is a small deal in my eyes because it doesn't affect me. Absolutely. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and, and I appreciate that's your testimony, and I wish that that was a testimony of 40 million African Americans and the 300 million Af- uh, white America. But, Sister Cassandra, shame, the sad thing is a lot of people is worshiping that idol. And a lot of people have mm-hmm. turned in the, their genuine 
God of Yahweh into worshiping mm-hmm. whiteness. And it is true, and it is sad. But like I've said uh, on that matter, you can escape by simply following the Holy Spirit because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is going to lead us in all truth. And uh, But if I say that American America was not swimming in white supremacy, I'd be lying through my teeth. This is what's staffling. Uh, 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 that's, not, that's not the word I want to use. Uh, this is what's choking the true Ruach, the true spirit from operating through us to where we will see the miracles and we'll be able to deal with these spirits because we're trusting in all kinds of other crazy stuff. But let me just say this. I am so, so in agreement with everything you said tonight. Everything. You mentioned a time when you, when you, said, you said that uh, the mental illness is demon possession. I like to say demon oppression, but that's a minor whatever something because if they demon possess, they, you know, they ain't got no control over their faculties because Satan wants demon possession. He don't. He's not that successful. Very few people, because once you get demon possessed, you're about to kill yourself or kill others. That's the end of that. When he possess you, you're either going to kill others or you're going to kill yourself. That's what he wants. But a lot of people are demon oppressed. They're, they're speaking through their body. And even the saints, saints, Peter was a, a believer, and he said, uh, thou art Christ, the only living God. He says, hey, Peter, the Father only the Father revealed this to you, not flesh and blood. The Father revealed to you who I am. This same Peter said the next breath, you're not going to the Christ uh, to the cross, let it not be. And he said, get behind me, Satan. So was Peter possessed? I think Peter was oppressed of the enemy. Peter was using him. And a lot of times I'll say things to my wife, and it's inspired of the enemy. It's a, a, a devil. Because i, I got to get out of saying demon. As much as I love saying the word demon, it's not in the Bible. It's devil. But a lot of times, evil spirits, that's in the Bible, too. I'll use that. But evil spirits speak to us from time to time, even as saints. So I have to be careful. But uh, that's the only little thing. But as far as anything else y'all have said, listen, please listen. I want everybody to hear me, especially the co-hosts that have been on this show. This is really good for this show, for this network. This is one of the things I've been trying to say we have the victory. Yes, this is Babylon. Yes, it's going to fall. Yes, uh, all of the things that we say on the show, I'm not backing off nothing we've said, but we just need a little bit more to me of the power of whooping the enemy, of uh, 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 revelation of evil spirits and angels like uh, uh, Pastor Richard had that encounter with angels because what's happening is oftentimes this Five Moonstone Network have done an excellent job exposing, exposing, exposing. But then a lot of times, as my wife say, which her beef uh, with the show is, you know, sometime I'll leave the show and I just, the enemy is clear. Y'all do a very good job showing things that I've never saw, never thought of, and it leaves you a little bit hopeless. Now, y'all may say towards the end of the show, the Father's going to deliver us. We got the victory. We know what happens to end of the book and all of that. But it's good to hear the detailed skirmishes, the detailed even battles with the enemy. And that's what the McCrays have brought to us tonight, detailed 
defeats of the enemy. Details, they've talked about exposing the enemy too. How they've seen the enemy too. I'm going to kill you, whatever. But they talked about detailed victories over this enemy. And I would love moving forward to hear more from the McCrays and more kinds of things the McCrays are saying. Because this is how I was raised. This is how Brother Seth was raised. I saw people defeat the enemy. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap up this show. I remember years ago I had to have been in the fourth grade. Because Carver is an elementary, and it only goes to the fifth grade. Middle school, Parker was six, seven, eight. So I had to be in the fourth grade, and I remember walking up to Carver, up Stevenson Avenue. And uh, the preacher just talked about putting the devil under your foot and, and stepping on him. And I remember, I had, this is kind of corny, but I wrote on the paper how Satan you under my feet. And I put that little piece of paper in my shoe. And as I walked, I walked on that piece of paper I had just wrote that on. And I walked, I remember just walking, saying, you're under my foot, you're under my feet. Now, that was when I was in the fourth grade. Now, where do you think I'm going to be at 61 years old? I've seen people defeat the enemy in Kojic. There was often talk about the devil, but casting them out. There was often talk about angels. I, I, I started before Kojic. There was the Pentecostal. Uh, then there was Kojic, and then I started going to Calvary Cathedral downtown, Bob Nichols, you know, with the, with the Hagans, and that's when I was introduced to Fair Price and all these people, and then from there to COC. So I have never went to a church that just constantly talked about the enemy, the enemy, the enemy, what I was going to be. And so I don't want to start that now in my life. I want to talk about the victory, about the about the true dunamis, the power that the believers have. Do I always walk in it? No. But maybe that's why, because I'm, I'm, I'm often around people that's talking about the problem. Yes, I believe we Israelites. Yes, I believe you're not going to understand why we're in America unless you understand that. Yes, yes, yes. I see it, I see it, I see it. But the Israelites knew who they were. And yet the father scattered them out to the four corners, said they were put in slave ships. He wasn't pleased with them just knowing they're Israel. It's not enough to be just a Jew or Israelite. The Jewish people, the, the Israelites have to turn to the Most High, or they're going to be in trouble as well. He's looking for the spiritual Jew. Anyway, the McCrae's, Pastor Ronnie, Pastor Cassandra, I'm so thankful for y'all's gift tonight. We want to hear more about y'all's contribution before, uh, 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 hopefully this, I mean, next year, maybe next show, hopefully y'all come on. I'm going to talk to y'all off the air about that because we got to hear more. But somebody has a hand up. Let's go there. Not, or go to, uh, if I can slow down, what it is, I got to, uh, some in my ear. I'm hearing myself in my ear, and it's kind of throwing me off of my language here. But, Brother John, your line is open. Go ahead with your question and comment. Seth. Hey, Seth. Uh, everyone on the Fox Moves Network. Um, I just wanted to quickly jump in and say that I was listening to Pastor Ronnie and Sister Cassandra. Um, I enjoyed all that they had to say. It, it it inspires one to fast and pray so that they can 
build themselves up in the spirit of God and fight the war that we have with these demonic presence presences, uh, if that's even a word. Um, I enjoyed it. I hope they come back. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, Brother Seth, props on Five Smooth Stones Network. Well, brother, thank you. Thank you for that, those words. And I'm sure that's how, uh, that's one of our um, main pillars here at the Fossils on Network, uh, uh, Pastors Ronnie and, and Pastors uh, Cassandra. Just know that that means a lot. He meant that. He's uh, he's one of the faces of this network, and so appreciate that. So final words, please, uh, Pastor Ronnie and Cassandra McCray. Again, thank you for coming on. And if we can get your final words, I don't see any more hands up. All right, chat room pretty quiet, so we'll go ahead and get your final. Well, I just let me just tell you uh, one quick thing. You know, we've been talking so much spiritually, you know, and it, it's, it's really sometimes uh, we can be so spiritual that we miss the people who are in life with real-life problems. You know what I mean? And so I just wanted to tell, kind of tell this quick thing because I want people to get to the point of if you really want um, – God to use you in this way, you really have to get into a place of really trusting him. And so I just wanted to tell this quick story because so many people, I'm hearing about people who have lost their jobs and people, you know, just recently um, about people um, almost on the verge of homelessness and, you know, losing their homes and things like that. And I just want to say something that um, and, and tell this a little uh, quick thing about how God can help you in your situations where, that you enter in, your everyday life situations. It's not just this high-level spiritual warfare. Um, and I remember a headhunter calling me. Um, at the time, I wasn't looking for a job or anything like that, but a headhunter contacted me and wanted uh, me to go in an interview for this job. And when you're not really looking for a job, you know, it's going to take a bit, something big, you know, to make you get up and go, <laughs> you know. So I was kind of in that mindset. So I said, well, let me ask for something just outrageous, you know, because I'm not really wanting to go. I'm like, if God wants me to go, you know, I'll get it. You know, and it was strange that I talked to the headhunter, and he says, well, you know, this is a, 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 a management position, and, you know, we're going to – and I'm going to give you all the information. I'm not even going to keep anything back. But he says they're paying about $85,000 a year, right, or something like that. And I say, well, tell them I want ninety five, right? I said, and I'm just – I'm testing God at this point. You know, I'm like, okay, God, I said, if this is a job that you want me to have, I'm just going to trust you for it. And he says, well – I don't think that they're going to do that, Cassandra. I said, sir, I said, are you a headhunter? He says, yes. I said, so your job is to find someone to fill that position, and you get paid based on my salary, right? So if you find an individual to come into that position, you're going to get a percentage of whatever it is, right? So I said, the more that I'm asking for, I said, then, uh, uh, then the higher your percentage has to be. So I said, I said, I want you to go, and I want you to tell them what I said. He said, well, I don't think they're going to go for it. I said, well, I believe that they will. I said, you don't know the God I serve. And he said, okay. He said, I'll ask him. And so I'm sitting around. I go and mind my own business and everything. I'm just praying in the spirit and everything. About 15 minutes later, he calls me back. He says, Cassandra, I don't believe it. I said, what? He said, they said yes. I said, I told you they would. 
I said, anytime I trusted God like that, if I ask God for something, I said, he's delivered. He's answered. He says, I can't believe. He says, I've never seen anything like that in wow. my life. And so I asked him, I said, so I said, are you a believer? He said, I am now. <laughs> so are you, are you seeing what I'm talking about? And this is in the middle of a recession. It's in the middle of what the people are saying, a recession, inflation is going crazy, all kinds of stuff is going on. And this is what God shows me that he will do for his children, who he loves. So I just wanted to, to bring it down a level to real everyday life situations and let um, your listeners know that this is just not about this high-level spiritual warfare, that God cares about the affairs of man. He cares about how you're doing in your life, and he wants you to trust him more. Trust him completely. We put too, many, too much dependence and faith in man and not enough in God and what he's able to do. So with that being said, you know, my biggest thing is to trust God. Trust God. Learn to trust God in everything. He's the master physician. If you've got any ailments in your body, trust him wholeheartedly. And that's all I want to say. I'm going to let Pastor finish up. Yeah. Like she's saying, we have to basically trust God. We have to believe God. And that's one of the things that God wants us to do. See, we believe what man tells us to believe. But God says, believe me. He says, I am the God of the impossible. Just like the man said, I don't believe that you can get that. But God, we serve a God who is all-knowing, all-powerful, almighty. See, when we put our faith and trust in God, he, he will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. Just when man says no, God says yes. So we just have to believe God. Uh, I can't say too much more. Like the scripture says in, Ma- in Mark, the 16th chapter, and he said, <clears throat> to those who believe, and if you believe it, God is going to bring it to pass. And see, after a week or after two weeks or whatever, a lot of people fail to believe God. They say, oh, it didn't come to pass. Remember when Daniel prayed? He said, I heard you the first day. <laughs> I heard you the first day. And then, yes, was, see, there's resistance sometimes mm-hmm. to where the enemy doesn't want you to see that blessing. He will hold it back. And that's why sometimes we got to fast and pray. <laughs> and assist the, assist the angels on getting your blessing and your answer back to you. See, a lot of people just don't, see, they don't have the faith in God. See, God said to have faith. He says you got to have the faith of a mustard seed. And when you have that mustard seed faith, that little seed, the tiniest seed, will grow up into a big tree to where everybody will come to land on your branches, provide shade when you need it. So we have to put faith in God. And when you put faith in God, you're going to see the miraculous happen. You're going to see uh, 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 sicknesses, diseases, and everything else leave. But we got to believe God no matter what the situations may say. Oh, I got cancer and I've got 30 days to live. No. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. But let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. The, the The scriptures tell us to resist. The enemy to resist the devil, and he will what? Flee from you. But we don't resist him. We we, we buy what he's selling us. Oh wow! 
And we believe the enemy more than we believe God. And when we believe the enemy, guess what happens? Whatever the enemy tells us, we believe it and it happens. Wow. Wow, Turn it around. Believe God. Turn it around. Believe God and see that happen. Amen. Amen. (laughs) You don't got to die. That's right. God said, with long life, I I will give you. Amen. So we have to believe. We have to believe God. But I'll pray. I'll pray over. I'll pray over the audience right now. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the yeah. time that you've given us, Lord God, right now. Father, continue to bless the ministry here, Lord God, of the five smooth stones, Lord God. It only yeah. takes one, Lord God, to knock the knock the enemy dead, and we will slice his head off like David did. So, Father, we thank you right now that you will continue to bless the, uh, 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 the, the callers who are online, who are listening. We ask you to bless them right now, Lord God. Let them trust in you for what they are believing in right now. So continue to bless Seth, Lord God, right now, and what he's trying to do, Lord God, with the ministry. Take it higher, Lord God. And we thank you for that because of the power is here, Lord God, and we thank you that it's being distributed all over the land, yes. all over the countries that it's going into right now. So we thank you right now in advance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 And I I I I really, 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 really thank y'all for that. I really appreciate that. My goodness. I tell you, y'all was such a blessing tonight. I don't think you even understand. I don't think I can articulate how much y'all was a blessing to y'all word tonight. So listen, um, y'all, we're going to try to get the McCrae's back. That's, we'll do it off the air, but I'll talk to them off the air. But like I say every week, I love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you, McCrae. Thank you, Ronnie, uh, Pastor Ronnie and Pastor Cassandra. I'm going to go ahead and mute your line now, but just know we really appreciate everything y'all have brought tonight. You lifted us to another level tonight. I mean that. All right. So hold on. I want. I didn't get their response. I want everybody to hear their response. I was just saying, Pastor uh, Ronnie and, and, and uh, Cassandra McCray, y'all lifted this network to another level, and I really appreciate it. Well, thank um, you for having you. us. We have really enjoyed it. We have really enjoyed being a part of this, and we always want to bring glory to God. It's not about us. There's nothing special about us. We are the plainest, most <laughs> you know, simple living people that you will ever meet. And these things just happen in our everyday lives. So it was a pleasure to to share it because we want everybody to know about the goodness of God, but also the power of God. Amen. So thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us, Brother Seth. You know, like I say, you know, I like I said, there's no coincidences and everything like that, that you, uh, 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 that you uh, had us, in your mindset and everything like that. And I told you, I said, I I wanted to get in contact with you and everything like that, but God knew how to do it. And we, and we're going to continue to trust God. We just have to live God day by day and God will bring people and things into our life and things will come to pass. Yes, he will. He's such a faithful Elohim, such a faithful God. And I thank him for it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and meet you in line and we'll be in touch. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sure. 
from brothers and sisters. There you have it, the McCraes. Can you get a better show than that? I mean, they act like they was experts. Uh, just, just, just right on cue, not over talking. Of course, sometimes we can't help over talk each other. So it is blogging. We can't see each other. But in their defense, it wasn't a whole lot of people on the line. In our, in, in our defense, I should say. But they did excellent professionals, uh, especially where the scriptures was concerned, encouraging the believer. So anyway, y'all heard my phone beeping, which means it's running out of juice here. So anyway, I will talk to y'all on Sunday if we do a show on Sunday. That's Christmas. We probably will not do a show because many people do try to celebrate the birth of Christ, not their paganism now. So some of y'all do celebrate the birth of Christ, and so we'll probably won't do a show. We'll just pick up on Tuesday with the book, all right? But we may do a show on, on Sunday. It just depends, all right? Stay tuned to the Possums on Network, and then Thursday, don't forget Brother Purcell Porsche. All right? Talk with you later. Check out this last song. It's powerful, powerful, powerful. It's going to go right into what we've been talking about. 